0: Hello, everyone. Welcome to episode 85 of the Scallion Pancake Podcast. I'm Jason Ackerman.
1: And I'm Yvonne Ackerman. What a week. Wow. Crazy Uh, week. What
0: a special episode. We are coming to you live from our hotel room.
1: Another hotel bed podcast. Yes.
0: uh, We brought a microphone this time, though, so hopefully it'll sound better for everyone.
1: And hopefully for longtime listeners, we'll get another interruption from... You know, like the front desk. Yes, hopefully we'll have just random people
0: knock in. Uh, We're in Europe. We're in Copenhagen. Where did we go today?
1: We went to Noma for the second time. Second time Noma. And can I just say that like I felt pretty annoyingly special having been there for a second time.
0: What, What do you mean by annoyingly special? Like I would
1: just try to throw it into conversation. I'd be like, well, yeah, like last time.
0: Yeah, people did ask us at the end what was better, the vegetable season or the seafood season. And uh, Cliffhanger will tell you at the end.
1: Uh you gotta listen to us for an hour before then. Well just at, fast at least forward. at least
0: twelve minutes. Um
1: I would honestly just fast forward. <laughs> it's
0: so much easier. Okay. Okay, so let's let's back up how so I bought Noma in January. They so on Saturdays and other days, they have um, shared table every once in a while so they have a private dining room and then when i guess the private dining room doesn't book up they release it to the public as a shared dining experience so they opened up the main reservations opened up for the seafood season in november or december Um, and then they opened up some extra ones in january and this was right as we had booked our airbnb for the all-star game and i was like fuck it let's spend some money so i bought us two tickets to go to Noma. Um, I didn't tell Ivan for, like, three weeks. I was going to wait till like, two days before we left, but I figured that was bad. Um, so I told you, and then what was your reaction?
1: I was excited.
0: You were excited, but you were still mad because we were having to move in with my parents for a week during the All-Star game.
1: Well, that was a stressful time for everyone, but I was definitely excited.
0: Yeah, so... Um,
1: I think that I was thinking about it, and I think that probably it didn't book up for a special event because it's Easter weekend. Yeah, well, a lot of people here are out of town.
0: Totally didn't even realize or it was on Easter. Holiday. So, the new Noma has three seasons. If you're not, if you're unfamiliar, so there's a seafood which lasts from January until May. There's the vegetable season, which we went to last year, which is basically June to September, and then October to December is game season. Um, so we were here for seafood season, and what happened when we walked? So we're staying about 45 minutes away. We walked over there. What So So describe to, to our loyal listeners what happens when you walk up to Noma.
1: Well, today was a little bit different because Jason had ordered a print for them to hang up with their three Michigan pugs, so that certainly added another wrinkle.
0: <laughs> yeah, so I got... Uh, This is my second one. If you go to Bardo, you will see our uh, certificate, our one Michigan Pud certificate hanging up in Bardo. And we're so happy that they hunted up there. That was an honor. So I ordered the Noma one and I was like, fuck it. We're coming to Noma. I'm going to bring it. Like worst case scenario, they just trash it. Hopefully they'll put it up somewhere.
1: Yeah. So there's this guy who's a part owner of the restaurant and he was out there greeting people last time and he was out there again this time. And I was like, oh my gosh, I remember you from last time. And then Jason had an in to give him the the print yeah, because we were the, nervous about...
0: Yeah, I didn't want to like walk in and be like, hey, I got this. So I just handed it to him like, hey, we really enjoyed your, the meal last year. It was amazing. It's the best meal we've ever had. Uh, we have a blod. We gave you three Michigan pods. Here you go. And that's basically all we said.
1: Yeah, which was really nice. So um, more on that in a minute. But then, yeah, so they greet you outside and... They take your name and then they, for this, so last time um, they were just holding people so you could enter all, at like everyone could enter singly, like each couple could have their own grand entrance with yeah. the staff clapping. Uh, this time, because we were at the shared table, they just waited for everyone to arrive and they gave you a glass of cider and they you got to stand in the greenhouse and overlook the water while you waited.
0: Yeah, and it, it's... It was the most perfect day in Copenhagen. Like, it was 60 degrees, sunny. Seriously,
1: like, the most perfect weather you can imagine. Yeah,
0: it was awesome. So we just kind of hung out outside at the green room for about five minutes because we were one of the last people to get there. We got there right on time. Because we're punctual, though. But we weren't the last ones. No, we weren't the last ones. So we got there right on time. Uh, and, yeah, I would say it was a little bit, like, the entrance before was such a wow experience because basically you open up the door and they all go hi like really loud and they're like welcome and then you just get whisked to your table and then the magic starts here because there was 18 of us we kind of all paraded in together and it was more of a slow clap i would say
1: well everyone there weren't wasn't any clapping but everyone said hi
0: yeah so you you basically paraded through the kitchen to the private dining area and sat down
1: that's what happened that's what happened
0: yeah so we got in there. Um, we were sat. Okay, here's the deal about the shared table. I think we should just get it over with now. Uh, we've done a couple shared table experiences. We did it at when Noma had their pop-up under the bridge in Copenhagen. Had a lovely experience. Met lovely people there.
1: Yeah. Shout uh, out to Mariev.
0: Shout out to Mariev. Um, we did it at the Butston Hall dinner. Mm-hmm. The Hello Sailor Butston Hall dinner. That was awesome. Didn't have any problems there. mm we you didn't light like some people around us, but it no, wasn't I just didn't like one person. But it wasn't around a problem.
1: Us. No, it was fine. It wasn't But it was a little irritating. Well that's and that, that actually is a good example of it. Like there is there is a thing where it's like you can really hit it off with the people around you or you can be seated by someone really irritating, which can bring the mood down a little bit.
0: Yeah, and this time at Noma we were sitting you know, there's eighteen of us. Seventeen people were awesome, amazing, great people, and this one guy who happened to be near us was just a loud, obnoxious asshole.
1: <laughs> well, he was just very vocal about, like, not liking some of the dishes, which is pretty insane to be at Noma, and also to, to say that so loudly well, when the staff can hear you. So
0: there's people, like, okay, so we travel around the world going to places like he does, but we don't, like, talk about every place we've gone and make a huge deal out of it, especially at a share table when pretty much everyone is, like, if you go to Noma like this, everyone's into food and, like, goes to similar places most of the time and that's how it was here. So this guy was just he was just very obnoxious and it honestly lowered the experience in my opinion. Like this was the my least favorite shared table experience that we've done because of him. one person. Well
1: and a shared table, while it can be really nice, especially because today um, I wasn't drinking and the other two shared tables I was, which helps me a little bit, but I'm not like socializing is something that's really hard for me and takes a lot of my mental energy. So I do feel like it um detracted from the food a little bit because you're trying to yeah. talk and be smiling and on and polite, where it's is you know, if it's just you and me, I'm just like yeah, totally focused in on the food. And the
0: way Noma works, it's so fast paced and everything's happening at once. Like what's really nice about the private diner is you have a great view of the kitchen. Um, so you're watching the kitchen the whole time Everything's happening It's like a bees hive of magic But then you're also trying to socialize With all these people that you never met And enjoy the food So yeah it was a lot And it would have been Like this guy definitely lowered it for me Everybody else Like we, we sat across from a nice couple And what is cool about Like we were the only Americans at the table So the people next to us We're from Malaysia, Hong Kong. Um, We had a guy from London next to us. We had someone from Copenhagen right next to us. So we had a really cool... It was set up to be really cool. The guy
1: right next to you was from... Where was he from? He was from Zurich.
0: But he... Yeah, he's originally from South Korea.
1: Yeah. Um, Very diverse table. Yeah.
0: So that was really cool. Like I said, everybody else was amazing. But this one guy detracted from everything. Enough about him, though. Yeah. So I... But that's just...
1: Well, and like, in the, while we're talking about that, so yeah. I, we do think also that there's something, the shared table experience, it does cost the same, right? I have to ask Jason because he pays. Uh, yeah, it's
0: the same price, but you have to get a... So at the regular ones, you don't have to get a wine pairing or a juice pairing. You had to get a wine pairing or a juice pairing here.
1: So it's interesting because they sort of, you don't get the same level of service, Um You know, you're treated almost like a class of kindergartners. You know how it is when it's any large group. You know what I mean? There's, like, a level of, like... that. You can tell the servers feel like they're hurting cats a little bit. It wasn't
0: as special of an experience as the one we had before.
1: Yeah, so we asked for... We made a couple of requests that went unanswered. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Which is, you know, no, it wasn't a big deal. We were asking to, like, take a picture of something or, like, if they could bring it.
0: But normally that would have, like, they would have...
1: Like, responded immediately. Yeah. So there was just, like, a little bit... Just like, you know, still like amazing service, but it's not like where you feel like royalty when you're sitting at your own table. So I would say if you are going to go to Noma, I would recommend not doing the shared table. Yeah,
0: I agree. I, I think at the right, like if you had a perfect shared table, it could be an awesome experience, but it's such a luck of the draw. And yeah, I... I would, especially with everything happening, I would definitely recommend being your own table.
1: And here's the other thing I would recommend. So I, you know, Jason and I both drink sporadically. We do drink this guy at the table. We both got the juice pairing. and he was like, you never, you, know, you don't drink blah, blah, blah. But anyway, um, but in this case it was a lunch meal. Neither of us felt like drinking. So we both got the juice pairing. And last time Jason did the juice pairing and I didn't get the wine pairing, but I got some wines and I, Every juice that he got, I tasted it, and I was so jealous. Yeah. Um, the same way when you got all of the non-alcoholic juices at Austria Francescana. like I feel like you, know, you can have wine. Of course, it's really good wine, and it is paired beautifully, but you can have that anywhere. So I feel like getting the juice pairing or a, any juice pairing at a restaurant of that caliber, it's almost like you expand the number of courses you get to have because you get to experience the chef's creativity in a different way. Um, and the juices aren't very sweet; they're super light. So I would say also, if you're going to Noma, definitely get the juice pairing.
0: Yeah, I I agree. Um, I would say one caveat is like if you're really into wine, like we're just not into wine. Like I don't know hardly anything about it. So if you were super into wine, like you'd probably want to get the wine pairing. But if you're not, and the juice pairing is a hundred percent the way to do. I agree because yeah, you don't.
1: I mean, the juices are as complex as a wine. You yeah, know what I, I mean? I think a lot of people, oh, yeah. me included. I mean,
0: these people, I mean, they're special. Like, for instance, some of some of the ones we had today, we had a saffron and pumpkin kombucha. We had green gooseberry, cloudberry, and otsealis. oxalis. 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 So, I mean, like, really cool juices that you can't get anyplace else in the world. And they these were completely different juices than the ones we had uh, during the vegetable season. So it, it is like getting almost a second type of meal.
1: Yeah. So I really enjoyed doing the juice pairing today. Yeah,
0: They were awesome. All right. Let's get to the food. So we were here for the seafood season. So every dish had something to do with the seafood except one. Um, except one dessert dish, which was our favorite one surprisingly
1: that's true i didn't really think about the fact that that didn't have any seafood element
0: but literally every other one including the other two desserts mm-hmm. um well i guess one of them was shaped like a sea star right. so let's so let's start at the beginning so the first thing you're we're given is a fresh norwegian scallop and it's literally um in the shell in the shell just open like as you're walking in, like, as we walked by the chefs, they were opening these things. And that's
1: what they do. So every time you come in for your table, they open your scallop. Yeah. And the guy said it might even still be moving.
0: Yeah. So, and they also have tanks. So they have, they have fish tanks where they store all this stuff. So it's literally as fresh as you can get. And what was very cool about a couple of the dishes is they weren't served with any silverware. So you used the, the top half of the shell... To as a spoon on this dish, which I thought was really awesome.
1: And it had the egg sack in there.
0: Yeah, it had the roe sack right next to it, and you just had just a really fresh, like, no seasoning on it. Nope. Just straight up. Just straight up. Just straight up. Welcome.
1: And that's like the other thing we were saying about the seafood season versus the vegetable season. Um, And because we were trying to decide. You know, like the differences between the two, and it's like here the seafood really shines. Like, there's not quite as much um, going on as the yeah. vegetable dishes because you're dealing with fresh, delicious seafood. So they can really just, you know, for some of the dishes, that's that's the main ticket, which makes sense.
0: Yeah, exactly. It's
1: more about the freshness and yeah, you know, versus like what can I do with this? Yeah. So exactly. yeah, that one was good, but like, you know. Flavor wise, like it tasted really f- fresh, but like you know,
0: yeah, it was just a straight up scallop. Not to knock your
1: socks off.
0: Straight up scallop. All right, then we got a little seafood platter,
1: mm-hmm. which
0: had clams three ways. Um, we got a carpet clam, we had a venus clam, and a mahogany clam. And a mahogany clam, for those of you that don't know, are a hundred years old. Hundred year old clam. And
1: you can count the rings like you do on a tree to yeah. see how old they I are. I
0: got to seven and I stopped.
1: Yeah, they were really small. It was hard. We needed a
0: magnifying glass. Okay, one of my favorite bites of the whole meal was this, and that was the carpet clam. So they had the clam on top, and they had—I don't know what was underneath. That.
1: Yeah, that like it was like a savory something. I don't know what that was either.
0: Yeah, it was something from the fermentation lab, I think. And. But that's
1: the only one that had like a little. Like, you know,
0: the other ones had... No, the mahogany clam had cream and other stuff. Like, yeah, they were all mixed together with things.
1: But this one was a little bit more special. Yeah. <laughs> had more layers of flavor.
0: Yeah, that that bite was really good. Yeah, this
1: dish, like, that middle... So, like, the middle... What was the middle clam?
0: The Venus clam? Yeah. Or the mahogany one?
1: The mahogany clam, yeah. With, yeah. I felt like that was okay. Like, the cream and stuff that they put in there. Like, the flavor on all three of these, I thought, was just yeah good. Not great.
0: Well, I think it was like you said, trying to highlight the clam. So they really wanted you to taste yes. the, the difference in the clam flavors.
1: It's not a lot of ad, not a lot added to it, and yeah. I think that's by design. So it's not.
0: Yeah, they weren't a criticism cut. exactly, but it's
1: just sort of yeah. just for my preference. Like you know, I like clams, I just don't love them. Yeah, and the same thing with scallops, You know what I mean? Like that's. Yeah. And I'll wait till we get to the king crab, and I'll tell you about that. But you know, it's just. <laughs> Yeah, the flavor of this. yeah exactly. It's so like, if flavor. you're not
0: super into clams, like this dish, you're not gonna like it. And that's the of,
1: thing with vegetable. Like, say you're not super into asparagus, it doesn't really matter. Like, you would freaking love their asparagus.
0: Yeah, because they cook it and they add all the seasoning right. and then they're yeah, exactly. Okay, um, so the next two dishes were shrimp, and
1: so it was a it was made to look like an like a whole shrimp.
0: Yeah, so they basically had
1: they took a. A dried rose hip. Yeah. And made like a jerky out of it. And then they shaped it like a shrimp and then they filled it with shrimp.
0: Yeah. So, as uh, Kristen Wilde from Unpretentious Palace wrote, the shrimp was spooning with the little vegetables. Yeah. I love this bite. I actually love I both too. of these bites. It, it, this bite actually reminded me of Gnome Under the Bridge.
1: Yeah, because we had these little um
0: George shrimps.
1: Little fried shrimp yeah. that we put into a taco made out of um lettuce. But yeah, so it was. Because it was it had a, a crunchy element, but then it, you know so it, it mimicked a shell. Yeah. Um but then it was the shrimp inside. Yeah, I thought the flavor was excellent on that.
0: And then the and then they had the shrimp with the seaweed in the little ravioli. And that Which was, was
1: my like second favorite dish. Yeah. It was seriously, like, I mean, it was like two inches long. It was a very small. It was just it was one, one bite. One bite, little seafood, um, little ravioli filled with shrimp, and you know, the outside was made with sea seaweed. Delicious.
0: Okay, netsish the lumpfish roe with cured egg yolk. I love this. This was one of my. I'm not really normally a roe man. People know it. I'm an ass man. Sometimes I'm a boo man, not really a row man. Mm. Um, but this, I do like caviar though.
1: I mean, that's what so, roe is.
0: I know that's what I'm saying. I don't like like salmon roe or but I like a sturgeon caviar. Like okay. a, um So, but this tasted almost like a sturgeon caviar, and the way they mixed it with the uh, with the egg yolk, it it was so good. Like, and he said it was a traditional Danish dish. This
1: so did the lady next to us. She said, like, yeah. this is so, like, in the springtime, this is when all the, the roe is available, and they just go to the market, and they prepare it very simply with um, raw red onions and, like, maybe some, like, other vegetables, like some avocado or, like, some chopped up hard-boiled eggs and maybe some bellinis or crackers. and Yeah. I mean, I love any kind of roe. It reminds me of popping boba. If you're not really into caviar row. roe just think of it that way how fun is
0: that oh yeah <laughs> popping boba but
1: yeah i loved the big portion on this too
0: yeah they gave you a lot of row. yeah which is you know it almost had a potato like flavor to it like just the way it was it, it was just it was so good i really love that
1: and very pretty so the color is like a light pink
0: yeah okay next we had a cured turbot Mm-hmm. which they served. It almost looked like a pineapple, and I think that's what they were going for. So it had a little skewer that looked like a pineapple leaf, and then they had the turbot, and then they had the turbot with corn miso from the fermentation lab. Mm-hmm. And I'm, I mean, a great...
1: It was good. I'm with the the guy across from us mentioned that this was not one of his absolute favorites, and I think I'd agree with him. I was looking for a little bit more of a punch from the corn miso, Good, but again, like, you know, it was yeah. more about the pure flavor of the But the,
0: the turbot, fish. like, was not fishy at all. It was, like, a no. really nice... Yeah,
1: good texture. Yeah.
0: But, yeah, I would say, you know, of all the dishes, was it one of the best ones? No. Yeah. But I still really enjoyed it. And the, another thing about this menu, too, like, the vegetable season, there was no, like, there was no bites that were bad. Like, was there any dish that you would say... No. ...get rid of? No. Yeah, I agree. Um, okay. So after that, we had a medium rare blue shell mussel, which this was cool because so they served the mussel and they had caviar inside the mussel. No silver involved. So you just picked it up and then it was on a bed of seaweed. And then underneath was a mushroom broth. And you were instructed to, after you ate the mussel, to drink the seafood, the mushroom broth from underneath the seafood
1: through the seaweed not seafood
0: whatever the seaweed
1: yeah through the seaweed so you get like you know it's just kind of being kept hot under there and yeah mixes with the salty flavor of the seaweed and that was cool
0: so you were smelling the seaweed as you were drinking the mushroom broth
1: mm-hmm reminded us of when we had last year the um flower pot yeah with the herbs and the potato soup
0: yeah so that's
1: a cool presentation um not one of my top ones but good
0: yeah. All right. Next up, Cod Bladder with Quince. This was, I thought it was really good.
1: Yeah, I thought it was really good, too. This is the one that the guy at our table. This so is the one
0: where I wanted to punch the guy in the face. Just, he's like. So
1: he wouldn't stop talking about how he not just didn't like this one, he hated it, yeah. he said.
0: And, but no, but then he said that white people would like it.
1: Oh, like, white people that. would like
0: this, but I don't like it because I've had good... Yeah, cod, he said, like, I've had he, good cod bladder. He said
1: like in Asia, this was something be you only
0: hear in Noma. I've had good cod bladder. Yeah, this was a great dish. I don't care what anyone says. I mean, I've never
1: had cod bladder before. So maybe we don't know. Maybe yeah. he's right.
0: <laughs> but we are white people. Yeah. Um, and at this point it was served. So we haven't talked about the drinks yet, but this was served with a quince and lovage uh, juice, which I thought paired very nice with it because mm-hmm. it obviously had the quince with it.
1: Yeah, I like the quince.
0: Like, I've never had cod bladder before, like you said, but they made it taste pretty freaking good. Yeah, I like this one. And uh, kind of a theme through the whole menu was the cod. So uh, we had this, the cod bladder, then we had the cod tongue, and at the end we had cod skin. Mm-hmm. So they're trying to use all the parts of the cod, which is pretty cool. Um, and these next three dishes kind of relate all to cod. So we just had the cod bladder. Then we had the, a cod... Tongue schnitzel, 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 schnitzel.
1: So they just fry up the cod, and they did it um, on the bone of a fish, but it wasn't the same kind of fish, right? Or was it? No, was it was it a, a cod? cod
0: tongue. So it was like
1: the actual tongue. Yeah, that was bone. the that was gotcha. the bone. And so it was almost like a lollipop.
0: Yeah, and they fried it up, and then they put wasabi flowers on top. I really liked this. I thought that was very good. It was good. You didn't feel the same.
1: I, I thought it could have been a little bit more flavorful, especially considered that it, considering that it was fried and had the wasabi flowers. Yeah. Um, it was definitely subtle. I liked it, but not my favorite. The next one I loved.
0: The salt cod pie.
1: Yeah, so they filled... Um, they inside of so they put cod and then they wrapped it in a fried milk skin so yeah. it was almost like a little empanada which we had um something very similar at vegetable season they did yeah. a milk skin ravioli
0: yeah yeah this one was good It yeah this this one was the closest dish i think to one of the other ones that we had at the vegetable season like yeah. you could kind of see some themes like it was so different but there was a couple stages like this one where you're like oh That's kind of similar to what we had during vegetable season.
1: And they put something called oyster flowers on top.
0: Yeah, oyster leaves, which taste like oysters.
1: Yeah, but they're a plant.
0: Yeah, really Um, cool.
1: And I didn't think I was going to like that. I was like, this is too much green. Like, you know, I don't want to eat just straight up leaves on this, but it was perfect. I thought this one was, this was one of my favorites, actually.
0: Yeah, that was good. Okay, next one. Another thing that you love, pine cones.
1: Yeah, I didn't know I loved pine cones so, until Noma, but I do.
0: So Noma serves these fermented pine cones. And we had it during the vegetable season. We had it twice during this one. So they served. So good. This was a beach crab gel. So they basically took a, a stone crab, they gelled it up, and they put it inside of a another crab shell.
1: And they dipped and that they crab shell in, in wax, which was a really cool presentation.
0: Yeah, so you're eating this crab gel with the... With the pine cones mm-hmm. and these pine cones, like you'd be like, hey, I can't eat a pine cone. That's freaking. It's just disgusting. hard to
1: describe how good they are. I mean, they're they're because they've been fermenting. I mean, it must take a,
0: a ton of time. And for they're them to
1: sweet make it. and salty, and they almost have like a like a glaze on them. Yeah, like this sugary glaze that sticks to them, and yeah, it's just one of the best flavors I've ever had. So, I thought this one was. Really I all about the pine cone for me. I thought the gel was yeah. kind of neither here nor there. It didn't have much flavor. I like the presentation. I, kind of I like the pine cone. This this
0: actually was my least favorite dish. Yeah, it had me. a
1: horseradish sauce, which made it um have some flavor, but the gel didn't taste like much.
0: Yeah. I agree. The pine cones were cool, but the gel was like eh. Yeah. Like I see what you're trying to do here, but not my favorite. All right. Next was the boiled brown crab on flatbread so if you go on Rene Redzepi's Instagram or Noma's Instagram I don't remember which one but he talks about how hard it is to make this little cracker so they basically hand cut a crab shape so it's like you're eating a crab cracker they double fried it they were, he was explaining that they learned this technique in Mexico when they had their pop-up there in Tulum So they kind of double fry this thing, it it puffs up, then they filled it with crab and then put crab on top. Yeah. Thoughts on it. I thought it
1: looked really cool, you know, so it comes out like a little cracker crab. Yeah. With the little hands and everything. Yeah. Um, A lot
0: of attention to detail.
1: And it had the, like, you know, the grains, the ancient grains inside of the crab. Yep. Um, But... I love crab, so I love the crab meat on top. Oh. I was looking for more... You do love a good crab. I do. I was looking You're for... You're
0: the only person I know that's ordered the Elasticine crab at Holo sailor market price.
1: Ugh, I felt so sick. It was a whole <laughs> pound. I love I love crab. Um, I like it more than lobster. Like, it's my favorite seafood for sure. So, um, you know, I love the crab, but I was looking for more flavor in the cracker and in the ancient grains filling. Fun to eat, cool presentation, good flavor, but needed more of a punch, more of a kick.
0: Yeah, I think, again, they were trying to show the crab flavor here, and they didn't add too much more to it.
1: Mm-hmm. But.
0: Wow, deep sigh.
1: Yeah, I just feel like, you know, especially on the dishes that aren't just the seafood, like maybe they. It need sounded to, like, like, like you didn't like this too much. No, that's not the case. I'm just. being honest <laughs>
0: <laughs> okay now we got to the main dish so kind of like the vegetable season so you know we've had 12-ish dishes they're all small and then it kind of builds and builds and builds to the main course which is a larger dish um, and the main course was the hot smote cold smote then barbecued arctic king crab
1: yeah this was good <laughs>
0: Okay, I'm glad you like this one. Uh, so they so fun. they bring this out. Seagull. Oh God, not in our room. It just flew by. Um, okay, so they bring out the king crab, and they bring out a little shell that's filled with horseradish sauce, and
1: it's like a horseradish, like a, creme. very 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 light cream sauce. Is interesting. Not like the way you'd usually get, like you know, it wasn't like a like a dip or um, raw horseradish, but. Just like a very light sauce. Yeah,
0: so they brought the crab out in its shell, but it had been put back was into just its for the shell. Presentation. It so was they all had, taken out They of had the taken shell. it out, they had, you know, Cut smoked it. it. And as the crab connoisseur of the couple thoughts.
1: Yeah, I thought it was great. Um <laughs> like the crab, you know.
0: Was it the best teen crab you've ever had?
1: Yeah, but it wasn't too much. Like, for all that they did to it, I didn't taste too much more than the crab. But I love crab. Yeah. Like, I thought, like, that all of so that... So it
0: accentuated what, the flavor of the crab.
1: Yeah. Right. But I thought it would have more, like, a... Kind of, like, a different flavor. But, um it was just really good crab. I thought it would, you know, it would it would change it more, what they did.
0: We're starting to... I think we know which... What you like better.
1: I mean, I hope I'm not upsetting you.
0: No, I mean, I just paid $500 to you to go here. It's no big deal. Okay, Plus, cool. I flew you all across the world, but that's fine. Um, <laughs> I think I said yeah. <laughs>
1: something bad. Well, what did you think?
0: Um, was it I the best get, thing we'll you've ever to, had? We'll get to the end, and then I'll tell yeah, my opinion. What you I mean about this dish? This dish? I thought, I thought it was very good. I mean was it
1: now that you're in the hot seat was it the best the crab i've
0: had yeah i think it was what what was cool about it was so they gave you a qr code that sh- that literally you could you could take a picture of and it would show you the who caught the crab when it was caught how big the crab was ours was an extra 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 large
1: i just wonder if that crab. was true cuz it said our crab was caught on march 27th.
0: yeah and then they put it in the tank
1: oh that's true yeah
0: why would they lie? Okay. So, yeah, we had, um, and they literally kill it that day. Like, so, at, at the end when we got our tour, we walked by the taints. They had all the
1: and that was sad.
0: king crabs there. Because uh, he
1: was, like, clawing on the glass, like, don't eat me.
0: Yeah, he was like, you just ate my brother, you bitches. Yeah. And I was like, sorry, not sorry. Um,
1: I felt a little guilty.
0: Yeah. So, like the vegetable season, so we finished this. And then in the vegetable season, this was the at truffle. And then they brought us the bread with the truffle sauce right after. Mm-hmm. So this one, they brought us a king crab salad, which you had with, like, the remaining of the crab. This was, I think, my favorite savory dish.
1: I loved the salad. The it salad. It was, like, you know, not like a regular salad. It was, like, herbs and flowers and...
0: Yeah. Um, so refreshing.
1: Yeah. Like, I wish I would always tasted that good to eat vegetables. I loved the salad, too. And it was warm. Yeah. Warm salad. Delicious.
0: So that was the end of the savory stuff. Then we got the desserts. And I think we were talking about this. I think these desserts overall were better than the desserts during the vegetable season.
1: Yeah, I agree.
0: So first we had... Except for
1: the last one, but yeah.
0: First we had salted and dried berries from summer. So this was both of our favorite dishes of the whole meal.
1: This might be my favorite thing I've eaten ever. Like I haven't been <laughs> able to stop thinking about it since we had it. And I, I was thinking about it, um, when I was walking back. So you here. didn't
0: hate the whole meals. I didn't
1: hate any of it.
0: Okay, That's good. I'm
1: a hundred percent honest about how I feel. Yeah. I think you should be. I mean, I, it is what it is. Like we don't ever know when you pay all of this, what it will be.
0: Yeah, I agree.
1: Like, was this one as, no, good? we're not talking. Okay. We're talking well, about it. Anyway, okay. End. Well, it's just, you're criticizing, you know, we're,
0: this banter, is the thing bro. about
1: getting it immediately. You know what I mean? Like we haven't talked about it yet. So I know this is good. Feelings. I love it. Um, but I was thinking to myself walking back here before I got cut off, I was going to say, um, like this is the kind of thing that I could just eat until I got sick. And then I would just get throw up and keep eating it. That's oh, how wow. good it was.
0: <laughs> okay. So describe the dish <laughs> to people.
1: Yeah. So the berries <laughs> are basically like dried and then, dehydrated like rehydrated is how they tasted I'm not exactly sure how they do it um but they've pretty much just been like preserved somehow but they're like they're like chewy like dried fruit but then they're like they have moisture yeah so it's you know that's like the best way to describe the texture and then and to me it was all about that like I love the sheep's milk um it was almost like a panna cotta that was served with it yeah um and then it was in a broth but Really, like, I would be perfectly happy with just a bowl of those berries. And in the berries were more of those fermented pine cones. Oh, you love those pine cones. And there cones. were, like, four or five of them. Um, so the berries and the pine cones, like, just, oh, my gosh. Just, I wish you all could taste it. it. was so, so good. Yeah,
0: that was very special. And it seems like all the big restaurants are doing this fermented, especially in the winter. Like, when we went to Blue Hill, it was very similar. But this was, like, I don't know. we went to Blue Hill, they were good, but it wasn't. Like this, like sometimes those are hard to eat because they give you like, give us a whole, you know, pickle or something. This was like plated and meant to eat like bite by bite, and I thought it was exceptional.
1: Yeah, I really liked
0: it. <laughs> Good. Okay. So the next thing so the last dish, two dishes we got, they were brought out together. So we had a cardamom scented sea star. So sea star was made of basically toffee that they had molded to look like a sea star. And then we also... It was like d-
1: coated in a white chocolate on the back. Yeah. Um, and it actually had like a texture that made you like think it of had how Deuce a star... gooseberries f- too. Yeah, but it had like the... Some, they made the texture taste like what you would imagine biting into a starfish would taste like. Like it was like a little like crunchy in a way that almost felt like bones or something. Yeah. You know, but it was all just a dessert. Like it was... Really cool and a lot of attention to detail on that. Yeah,
0: and we saw them at the end making this dish and it was they had like molds of these starfish they're like hammering into each other. So good. I love this. And then the last thing we had was chocolate cod skin.
1: Yeah, so they take the the salted, um like dried cod skin. Yeah. And then they dipped it in chocolate and then they served it. The way they served it was cool, it was almost like a fillet of meat. Like it was like in the whole, one whole piece and then they served it with a knife. So it was almost like either a filet of meat or like a bar of toffee. Like, you know what I mean? It was kind of a a
0: hybrid. Really like that.
1: So I thought that was more of a novelty than the taste. The taste to me was like um, a chocolate covered rice cracker. Like there just wasn't a lot of complexity for like it being fish skin under there. It was light and crispy and cool. The cool, a cool idea, but yeah. flavor wise, like I didn't think like the chocolate was really exceptional or the flavor was really exceptional.
0: I thought it was a nice, refreshing, like end of meal bite to oh. get the seafood. Like you had a nice little seafood chocolate goodbye kiss, if you will.
1: Yeah, I would have had rather had another starfish.
0: <laughs> yeah chocolate starfish um what okay that was it that was it i could
1: have eaten another dessert
0: yeah so at the end i felt full but not too full
1: you feel like perfectly full
0: yeah i think they i think of all the places they do the best job of yeah making you feel like after
1: blue hill i wanted to rip out my stomach with my own hands (laughs) As good as it was. And she was
0: trying to, and I was like, that's weird. You can't do that. Like,
1: I was like, I'm never eating again. I'm just, ugh. Like, there was too much food. But this was perfect. The perfect amount.
0: Yeah. Okay. So let's... And then after we had a tour, which was really nice, and we got to kind of talk to Renee Redzepi, except the asshole guy, like, took up his whole time and was being a dick. So um, we got to walk through everything, like a couple things that I didn't notice the first time. So they have like a whole barbecue room, which I didn't notice because we kind of didn't go back there. And they do a lot of stuff over our barbecue and smoking and stuff like that. Um,
1: You do not get offered the hygge room after the shared. Yeah. So we
0: didn't get to go in the huda room, which was hashtag sad, which
1: makes sense though, because first of all, there's
0: 18 people
1: and they'd probably never leave. Like if you had a, I don't yeah, know. <laughs> I can understand why they didn't. Plus, you've been there for four hours at that point, four and a half.
0: Yeah, we we were there. The meal lasted a lot longer than the other one. Yeah, so
1: it, whereas the other one was like two hours, then you could spend two hours in the Hoover room.
0: Yeah, so but this
1: one, you know, you really—it's time to go home. Yeah,
0: after that. you were ready to leave. I could have stayed there for another three days, but it was enough. You're ready to go. Okay, so let's go over our overall thoughts. Oh, well, before that, though, let's talk about a couple of the of the juices we got. So we got green gooseberry, apples and herbs, saffron and pumpkin kombucha, quince and lovage, cloudberry and oxalis. How do you say that? Oxalis. Oxalis and tomato and fig leaf.
1: Yeah, I mean,
0: what was your favorite one?
1: And I really liked the gooseberry a lot. It was a yeah, close second. That was my
0: favorite one was a gooseberry. It was
1: good. And I love gooseberries. I mean, those are.
0: That's a golden that's berry. That's a golden right? berry, which. Yeah. You love a golden is berry. It's like my
1: favorite. Literally my favorite food oh, is a dried golden berry. Oh, hell yeah. So I liked that one. But my favorite, favorite, um, the saffron and the pumpkin kombucha. Yeah. Um, I told Jason and he didn't agree. But like, first of all, this one had like eight different layers of flavor. Like. Yeah. First you got the saffron, then you got the pumpkin, and then there were, like, three or four things that came after that that, like, one of them kind of tasted, like, licorice to me. Like, it just, it was... Are you crying? Almost (laughs) like a pumpkin seed oil or something. Like, it just had this, like, real complexity to it. Are those tears of joy? (laughs) Did you stop? Uh, Too much togetherness. Um so all this complexity to it, and I really, really liked it. Plus, saffron's so expensive. I always feel special <laughs> when I get to have saffron. It's a delicacy. That's why you
0: liked it. Oh, I love it. Okay. <laughs> favorite dish.
1: Favorite dish was definitely favorite. Like, okay, sorry.
0: Favorite savory dish.
1: Um, probably the salt cod pie. Okay. With the oyster leaves. What about you?
0: Um, oh, man so hard. I think the crab salad.
1: Hmm.
0: I think the crab salad was I'm surprised, because you're,
1: like, not that into salad.
0: I know. I've been really into salad this trip.
1: And you're not really that into crab.
0: Yeah, but I just thought that was, like, really well done. You know
1: what it reminded me of when we had the, at the vegetable season, how they did the flatbread cracker with the salad on top?
0: Yeah.
1: It almost had a similar flavor profile to that. Yeah.
0: Um, and then, yeah, the salted and dried berries. But honestly, yeah. the... I really like the sea star and the chocolate cod skin too. So I don't want to, I don't want to hate on those.
1: Yeah. I mean, I thought it was all really good. Um, I think that, why are you ready for me to tell you yeah,
0: this? <laughs> no, nah, let's, let's get to the.
1: Yeah. It wasn't as good as vegetable season to me. Yeah. And it wasn't like, so we just had Blue Hill. Yeah. I don't think it was quite as good as Blue Hill either.
0: Oh. Yeah,
1: like you know, you know, yeah. Okay, so if we're ranking, like Noma vegetables number one, I wouldn't say Noma seafoods number two. On my personal list of everywhere we've been.
0: Okay, so so is it number like three or is it farther down? Yeah,
1: no, I th- I think it would still be three, but Blue Hill knocked its way up there. But I don't know. I mean, like I'd have to really. I don't know if I'm ready to say that. Like. Dominique Crenn might be three for me and this might be four. Like it, it's up there for me. I yeah. really liked it, but it, it, it it's not like I would, I was expecting that it was going to be like the same way I felt we felt, or I felt about the Noma vegetable, which is like immediately like that was on a different level, nothing compared. And I don't think anything ever will compare, not even Noma <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> in, in a different season. Do you know what I mean? Well, I
0: think part of it too is, you know, we kind of, we weren't, you know, we weren't wowed by the pacing and the, the busyness of the restaurant because we had already seen that. Right. So we sure. were expecting you can't that. Recreate that. You can't recreate that. I would say the that first one. I would say I agree with you. I like the vegetable season better. Um just because I think they were more creative and could do more things and we're really trying, you know, to to say like, you know, we're only using vegetables, no meat, and to make a full meal out of it that's world class. Like they it exceeded expectation. It was incredible.
1: Well, and like someone said, like, you know, you aren't really expecting as much when it's vegetables.
0: <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know. I don't agree with that. Yeah. I, I was expecting a lot. Like, when you go to Noma, you're expecting a lot.
1: Yeah, that's true. So
0: I don't think, like, expectation-wise, not, like, that was not the problem. Um, seafood, like, I think if you were into seafood and really loved seafood, like, if that was your favorite thing that you like to eat. I mean,
1: I really like seafood. This,
0: this would have been, see, seafood's not my favorite thing.
1: I love seafood.
0: And like it, it was an incredible meal. Like some of the stuff they did, like, I don't care what that guy said. Like the way they serve the cod bladder was incredible. The way they serve, like just there's some stuff and, and we're just, we're used to like new amazing things when we go here that like a chocolate covered cod skin, doesn't it's not doesn't have the wow factor like it should because we've already been to Noma and expecting everything to have a wow factor, so um, I agree with you 100% that the I, I liked the vegetable season better, I thought it was good, but there was no misses on this meal either. No, there's
1: nothing that was bad, there was
0: nothing bad, um, and there's definitely like some things I'll remember. Like, it's it's a meal that you'll remember every single one, and I think the one that like the Alaskan king crab is the one that like you could get at another restaurant kind of the way it was yeah. done. Yeah, I mean, I obviously not the smote, but, but,
1: but like, but the end result, what it tasted like. Yeah. Like not what they did to it, but yeah, the flavor,
0: but everything else, like you can't get that any other place in the world. That's a good point. So yeah, I, now it makes me really want to go to the game season and compare. I knew you were
1: going to say that. And
0: what's cool is, are going to be back here in the winter? <laughs> yeah, we'll be back winter is coming (laughs) (laughs) uh but yeah it was still an amazing experience like overall like i just i don't know i just feel at home there just like you might feel
1: like a little too at home there
0: yeah i just well okay the other thing so we were supposed to have we were supposed to do a podcast one of the servers and I think I just freaked him out too much. So, like, three months ago, I DM'd him. And I was like, hey, do you remember me? <laughs> and he's like, yes. And, I was like, number and one. I was like, you don't remember me. But I was like, hey, we're coming back to NOMA. Uh, we really enjoyed it. Like, would you mind doing a podcast with us? Like, I didn't put any pressure on him. I actually said no pressure. Mm-hmm. And he's like, yeah, I'll do it. So then I reached back out this week. And he was like, um, I can't, like, like it has to go through NOMA's... PR team and they didn't approve it or he went to them too late or whatever, which I completely understand. I probably should have gone through the NOMA PR team because we probably could have got someone to go on the podcast. Like there's literally 85,000 people that work there. Um, so, but it would have been cool to have him on the podcast to just hear like yeah. the experience of someone working there. Cause it is like, they have such a large staff. Like it's overwhelming how many people they have working there when you're there. Like it, it's like three to one.
1: Yeah, so many people. And a lot of them are students. Like three
0: people working to one diner.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, and people from all over the world. But maybe we can do that next time. Maybe yeah. we can reach out to the PR team. And...
0: Yeah. And the coolest thing was, so I brought the plaque, mm-hmm. which I had gotten. Only the second one behind Bardo. Bardo's still number one in my heart. Shout out to Bardo. Um, I brought it there, handed it to the guy. He put it up in the room that we're sitting there which was so nice like didn't have to do that so it was sitting there the whole time and it was cool watching people's reaction so like people were taking pictures of it that we were dining with all the servers like kind of looked at it and were like what's that like really just overall. Cool. And the sign
1: looks really good. Like if you've seen it in Bardo, you know like Jason picked a really nice, clean, simple design. Yeah, for I designed it.
0: it myself. Thank you. It looks really, really um, good. And it yeah. looks impressive. And I didn't put like, like it only says some, scallion pancake at the top. Like it's it just says It's very simple. Three Michigan pods and it just really felt cool that like our blog was up there and hopefully they'll you know, I don't think they'll keep it out in the dining room forever. But, but It was
1: so nice that they did that that gesture. It was like nice. we know they're not gonna keep it there, but they put it out there, so we could,
0: but hopefully enjoy they'll put it in the it back while we you know there. they have like this huge row of basically bookshelves or they have all these butts and random things, like hopefully they'll just put it somewhere back there, yeah, so um, but really nice, and yeah, was it as just was the experience as a a wow factor as a vegetable season, no, but it was still an incredible meal, and I'd recommend anyone to go there. Oh,
1: absolutely. It's still, like, you know, a world-class meal. Yeah. And, and once in a like, And it's going to be experience. very interesting
0: to see, like, they're releasing the world's best restaurants. And it only, so one thing, Noma only has two Michelin stars. doesn't have crazy. three. Which is insane and just, like. Not right. Yeah, not right at all. Like, that place should have three Michelin stars. It's going to be interesting to see the world top, 50 restaurants when it comes out where it lands like i think it's gonna be number one or top five
1: in early summer right yeah
0: that's like in a month so we'll find out pretty soon what's gonna happen there but yeah it's gonna be interesting to see where it falls back in line since last year it wasn't eligible and it was closed for two years before that and before that it was number one in the world for a few years so it'd be cool to see that um Copenhagen is cool as all as ever. Like what a great city. It's literally like less than the size of Charlotte and has so many cool restaurants. Like we'll talk about them on another podcast. We went to tiger mom last night, like just walking around all the bakeries here. The bakeries are incredible. They're basically all Noma offshoots and just, yeah.
1: there's nothing like Copenhagen. It's my favorite place in the world. I just feel so happy here. <laughs>
0: You said that in the most depressing way, but I loved it.
1: Sorry, must, I'm am just a little jet lagged. I think I'm not yeah. depressed. I'm just I have a I'm tired, so I have a tired tone. Yeah, aren't you a little tired? Oh yeah, I've I mean we've had a busy. day. Just
0: Noma just makes me, and you know what else I love going to Noma. Like we walked there, and like the walk back, on, it was such a pretty day. It was like three p.m. or four p.m. Like the sun was shining. Everyone was out having a great time. Like yeah. it's it was such a like.
1: Was delicious. When you're like so gorgeous.
0: happy, like after the yeah. meal, and then you're just happy walking back.
1: If it had been like cold and rainy, that would have really kind of changed it. Yeah, <laughs> like it was. It was extra special having such a beautiful weekend.
0: Yeah. What's cool about the restaurant too, just really quickly, is they like it's built for the elements. Like there's so many skylights, and and they uh, they have all the windows open up. Like it's basically floor to ceiling doors. So the whole restaurant was just completely open and. It just felt like you were connected with nature and just just a vibe unlike any other. Like I think Blue Hill has the closest vibe, but Blue Hill, you're, it's a white tablecloth restaurant. Like it's it's feels more formal than mm-hmm. Noma. Noma feels like you're there to like party and have a good time. Yeah,
1: absolutely. The staffs in t-shirts. Yeah. It's not fancy. Like I was wearing a dress and heels, and I was by far like the dressiest.
0: Yeah, everyone women. was wearing...
1: Like, women were wearing pants and sneakers, like... Yeah. And I didn't... I don't know, I wasn't really sure. Like, you didn't...
0: You weren't, like, out of place. No,
1: but, like, I mean, it's... Yeah, people... But I felt and, out of
0: place when I went to Blue Hill and I wasn't wearing a tie. I was literally the only person and I And miles. I was wearing a
1: dress, and I felt underdressed. Yeah, like, people were wearing,
0: like, like, their funeral gowns.
1: Yeah, it was fancy. <laughs> I should bring my funeral gown with me next time.
0: Yeah, next time. All right, everyone. I think that's it. I hope you enjoyed it. If you ever get a chance to go to NOMA, um, please go. It's awesome. And then you can come on the pod and talk about it with us. How about that?
1: tell us if you go.
0: Um, So everyone have a great week. We're going to have a guest next week. Uh, So this was just a little quick me and Yvonne, me and Yvonne, the scallion pancake. Everyone take care. Have a good week. Have a good
1: week.